Besides editing out all my bloopers and blunders, WSIU-FM's Brad Palmer keeps track of the number of broadcasts of Reading Baseball since it first aired in 2004. According to Brad's calculations, this broadcast, just before Christmas, is the 300th in the series. When I told my wife Anita about the 300th anniversary and the holiday timing of the broadcast, she thought it was too bad that WSIU's listeners were getting coals in their stockings for Christmas. I assumed she was kidding, but to make sure I decided to put the broadcast in perspective by telling her about the importance of 300 to the history of baseball. In baseball, batting 300 is the standard of excellence for hitters. Ty Cobb has the highest lifetime average at 366, followed by former Cardinal Rogers Hornsby at 358, and the White Sox Shoeless Joe Jackson at 356. A few players in the early days of baseball hit over 400 for a season, but no one has done that since Ted Williams in 1941. Remember this day, fans, September 28, 1941. It may be a history-making day. Red Sox and A's in a doubleheader here at Chai Park in Philadelphia. But all eyes are on this man, Ted Williams, gunning for a 400 season. He's hitting at even 400. I think if I were Ted, I would sit out today, but Ted never backed into anything. He goes six for eight in the two games, and he winds up hitting 406. There was also a time when 300 career home runs was a major accomplishment for baseball sluggers, but the use of steroids by Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa, Barry Bonds, and others changed all that. Baseball has cracked down on steroid use, but these days, home run production is still soaring because hitters use an uppercut called a launch angle in their swing. A launch angle produces more home runs, but it also produces more strikeouts. For pitchers, winning 300 games is the ticket to baseball immortality. Every pitcher who won 300 games in his career is in the Baseball Hall of Fame, including former Cub Greg Maddox with 355 wins. And there it is. LaCroix puts the finishing touch to give Greg Maddox his 300th career win, the 22nd pitcher in the history of baseball to collect 300 wins in a career. Former Cardinal Steve Carlton with 329. Struck him out. Ball game is over. Phillies win it 6-2. Steve Carlton winning his 300th major league game. And former White Sox early win with 300. With starting pitchers throwing less these days because of pitch counts and an increasing reliance on relief pitchers, 300 wins have become an increasingly challenging goal. Anita's reaction to all of this once she stopped yawning was to ask me to explain a 300 batting average. I told her that to bat 300, a ball player has to get three hits and 10 at bats. She pointed out that if I batted around 300 on reading baseball, that meant out of the 300 broadcasts, 100 were possible hits, but it also means that around 200 or more were clunkers and strikeouts. Anita also pointed out that I've been doing the series for 15 years and wondered what happens to ball players after 15 years before they realize it's time to retire. I told her a batter's reflexes may slow down, a fielder may lose a step, and a pitcher may lose something on his fastball. She reminded me that I've decided to quit running in the Pittsburgh Marathon now that I've turned 80 and that I've been losing things lately. The other day, for example, when I came home after jogging, she said she couldn't find my extra pair of jogging pants. I remembered getting mad at Anita and telling her that she just hadn't looked hard enough. Ignoring my criticism, she then asked if it was possible that I'd put on two pairs of jogging pants by mistake. 
Reluctantly, I checked and discovered, to my dismay, that without knowing it, I had been running in two pairs of pants. I was embarrassed, but uh, delighted Anita couldn't wait to tell our kids about their father's misadventure. By the time the story made the rounds, my family decided that I should be known as Two Pants Pete. In my defense, I told Anita they didn't have a worry until I became known as No Pants Pete. I haven't given much thought to retiring from reading baseball, though I noticed that WSIUFM is moving to a new location in SIU's communication building. I've tried not to take the move personally, but English professors, especially retired English professors, have a notorious poor sense of direction. I probably should ask for a guidance system for Christmas to help me find the new location of WSIU, but I have a feeling I'll be getting more jogging pants from my family. As for baseball, I'll try to keep my pants on, though hopefully one pair at a time, while I wait for next year. This is Pete Peterson. And his wife Anita wishing you a happy holiday.